You see, you see what you see what we rapping. You see yeah, what I we rapping? Kings that's, that's of motherfucking football, nigga. Super Bowl, bro. Big me, motherfucking Super Bowl me. champ. Let's get it. Yeah, she yeah, just okay. passed away, but like she was one of them people that like it's always them people that's like like she to me like she was a superstar like even from a kid like she'll be walking around and she'd be like um auntie excuse me um can you do this for me like the way she used to even be talking like like yeah. and then uh my mother she she's so sassy like oh my goodness she used to sing around everybody like it, just a joy mm-hmm. so uh you know what i'm saying so i just want to say our people to my cousin you know Oh, I want, for sure. I, want, I, I I just realized that I was recording as I was already talking, but like, like you know, you don't got to talk to your cousins all the time to always to know who your cousins are and all that stuff. So that's why I like my cousins. I know I love my cousins. My cousins know that, that you know, it's vice versa. So that's why it'd be like, it'd be peace. You know, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's the next level. So, you know, come with it. It come with the territory. Yeah. So let's get into this, bro. Uh, we got UFC 271 and we're going to touch on UFC Vegas 47 got hot take rod in the building you know what I'm saying I know I know y'all missed us I know y'all missed us and it's me Amani <laughs> T and it's the roundhouse round table bruh let's get it that's what my glow up in lightning hot yeah something like lightning this shit a hit on my psychic she want me lick I'm excited See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business-minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to worst, you tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, it's the effort I admire. You're hired, ain't looking for friends at this point. My circle is small as a point, yeah. I'd rather send an invoice than hearing a fake on their voice. It sound like a business report. Don't fuck with the business part. Of the Roundhouse Roundtable, me, Armani T, and I got my homie, my brother. It's the R.O.D. Let's get it, man. Let's talk about it. Say please. That's one. Please. Don't need. No one has two. Please. All right. So we in here. So like I told y'all, we're going to touch on UFC Vegas 47. Hermanson versus Strickland. We're going to touch on it real quick. You know, we're going to highlights just so y'all could see you know where we where we at with it you know what i'm saying where we at but first let's talk about malcolm gordon versus dennis bondar well pretty much it, i feel like it could have been a lot of guys in the ufc in the flyweight division malcolm gordon just looks elite it's almost like everybody you put in front of him he might get into a little bit of danger but at the same time he's one of those guys that's not leveled out to his competition level then he feed that man Give him some top 15 flyweight division. Like he looking like a problem for real. So really I just is. want, I just want everybody to look out for Malcolm Gordon. He he pulled up with the uh, arm bar pretty much because he cranked on a arm, arm bar hard and he pulled out of it. Malcolm Gordon said he felt the dude arms get torqued. Right. After that, he uh, let him put his weight on the arm, arm broke. Next thing you know, uh, he got to attack. Cause he already was cranking on another side. So either way, Malcolm Gordon was going to get that W even if they stood up after that or not, cause that dude's arm was going to be finished. Yeah, Malcolm Gordon sure. is a problem. His jujitsu is ridiculous. Ground game, very solid. Stand up, his hands are nice. He got reach for his size. Look out. I'm just saying 
flyweight lookout. Is there anything that uh, you wanted to? Like you said, he just that. I mean, it, for me, it was hard to to get a full scope. And from what I did notice, the jujitsu looked amazing. He looked calm, under control. Clearly, he knew what he was doing. He yes. knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. And if dude's arm didn't break, like you said, I'm not sure how much longer that fight would have lasted anyway. Standing up, wrestling on the ground. I'm just not sure how long it would have fought. So I think UFC starts to, needs to start, you know, feeding him the dogs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> up in that up in that yeah. level of competition and seeing where he's at. Cause it's just gonna make that flyweight division even even better exactly. than it already is. So Did you start um, looking like Bantamweight. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And, then, and the more and the more we can get rounded out, even divisions throughout the UFC as a whole, the mm-hmm. better the sport will be. Facts. So, so shout out to Malcolm Gordon, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him soon. Yeah. Very, shout very out to soon. Malcolm Gordon. Shout out to Canada. You know what I'm saying? We looking, Canada. looking, looking for the bros looking, up north. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Jalton Almeida for the 205ers versus yes. Dan Leo Marquise. 205 got a problem on their hands. When I see guys like that, like I immediately put them up there and like see, ooh, what would he do with Rickett? What would he do with with Jan? And Jan and Rickett, they are like good, but this type of striking that Almeida has and his wrestling and jujitsu, like black belt jujitsu, Jan couldn't do anything with Glover at all. So (laughs) So you on the ground though, because he was giving them hands standing up. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, you can't give Alameda hands because <laughs> and you, you can't right get on back. the ground with him either. Right. So he's gonna be a serious problem. Look out for him too. They put some pro- that on that that Strickland Hermansa card. Yeah, they put some they put some guys out there that they really want people to pay attention to, or they just think they're doing something nice because it's Black History Month, and that's something I did want to speak about on this first mother effing card. I don't wanna spend too much time on it, but look at the card. <laughs> what it's do you of, see? It's a lot of color on this. It's card. a lot of color on this first Black History Month card. A yeah. lot of uh, African-American W's. So, W's, and, and, yes, and at the same time, it's just like, so it's almost like matchmakers. You know what you're doing. Yeah. You know how to matchmake. You know how to match, set these guys up. When you see a, a rising prospect, you know what would what, what be a bad matchup for them. You give certain guys bad matchups, and you give g- certain guys good matchups. So it's just like, you know how to make sure some guys stay out of other guys' way. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is just like, this is just an example of how if you want it, the champions to be look different either way you couldn't stop it because you know the champions that's in place right now they was going to get there regardless oh, no yeah, matter how sure. you was going to try yeah. to flip the coin they're meant to be there they're but at the same time there's yeah. some guys that got fed to the wolves and that, that really didn't get you know an opportunity to grow i.e uh kevin holland like of course this man he wanted to fight but at the same time this man got fed to the wolves and they gave him bad matchups i mean you but honestly with, with kevin holland it's kind of paying off because Kevin Holland's ranked now. You start, you string together two, maybe three top 10 wins. And now we're talking Kevin Holland in the title picture. And yeah. I believe he's progressed since we first 
you know, the younger version of Kevin Holland and what we've seen. But I believe Kevin Holland's time Mm -hmm. is upon us for sure. Uh, For uh, sure. Yes. Especially with that wrestling piece in there. Yes. But I... That's something I uh, I just wanted to touch on with that with this whole yeah. with the whole card the whole Black History Month card like I, at first I thought I was tripping and then that's when I saw the Black History Month tribute and I was like okay no you guys are conscious of it's Black History Month yeah. and y'all going to take this opportunity to acquire more uh, <laughs> of an audience but hey the and UFC the, the UFC fans online they will they will keep a lot of motherfuckers away I will tell yeah. you that right now yeah yeah for sure they be talking Absolutely. crazy. Um, let's go to Hakeem Dawadu, unanimous decision. Uh, I think he was good enough to get the unanimous closer than I expected, but I think he's one of those guys, like you was talking about, like Kevin Holland, like he just has to set, set up a few, a string of wins, but for him, like he's a little bit further away, but he's one of those guys who, who has the capabilities to, to, with you the, know, with the right wins. Yeah. That's be right because look at the division, he's sitting in featherweight, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we was just speaking on how tough featherweight is. So you're not going to be able to skate a lot, skate by with these, yeah, with these so, so iffy wins. Like he needs, in my opinion, he needs just like Kevin Holland, two or three statement wins, mm-hmm. two or three yep. statement wins, maybe, maybe two or three knockouts. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And really start putting that division on notice, like, hey, I'm coming. Like, I'm not just here. I'm I'm here. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Ten toes down, ready to go. Ready to go. So, I loved it. I love what I saw from Dawadu. I love what I saw from, um, what's his name? Fresh Prince. Bro, I love what I saw from Philip, bro. Yeah, Philip, Philip, bro. He, he yeah. stayed long. Stayed yes. away from the uh, takedowns. Yes. yes. He did his thing, for sure. Yes. For yes. sure. Classic. Like gave me kind of a, and I don't want nobody to take this wrong when I say this, but it gave me an Izzy feel. It was mm. sort of an mm. Izzy-esque performance, mm. you know, keeping the distance, smarting, yeah. fighting, uh, fighting a smart fight. I'm sorry. So exactly. Um, it was great for me. But it was definitely great for me. I enjoyed this entire card as a whole. I enjoyed this entire card from top to bottom, and, I, and I'm not gonna lie, I slept on it. I thought this was gonna be you did I, a snooze fest. I definitely slept. I can't lie. I definitely slept on it. I, w- I know I was definitely looking forward to the Treshawn Gore Bryan battle. Battle. <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> I was really interested in that. And it's still, the outcome was still interesting because it, it came off as a unanimous decision. And I I went back and watched, I watched the fight again. Right. And it just was Treshawn Shore was just, Treshawn Gore was just less active. Uh, Brian Battle was just being more active, uh, but I don't know. It's something in my heart saying that like unanimous decision is not where that's where 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 it is. Uh, that's how that's how I felt as well. Going back to watching Tough and my, just knowing the type of fighter Gore is, to me, me, it looked like he wasn't mentally healed from that injury. Yeah, he it seemed he was more patient. That's what it seemed like he was more patient. But at the same time, I thought it was going to be like third round. He was going to turn it on. Yes. I thought he, I thought I thought it was going to be. I thought he was conserving energy. I don't know what what was going on. Maybe it was the the not the fear or the the concern for Brian Battle's power. I don't know. It doesn't seem like he was really affecting him. But Trayshawn Gore was striking, and and it seemed like he was really 
doing damage. Like it was, he was making shit happen. That one confused me. You know, just like Sam Alvey, like him constantly being in the UFC and losing confuses me. Like, like how? Like some people could just stay. They they be so quick to talk about other UFC fighters' uh, career ended. Like they were talking about they were talking about Brunson after uh, Brunson lost. They're like they're like, well, uh, what do you think your next move is in a career? Like, what are you serious? Sam Alvey is on a fucking what fight lose streak? I don't want to say it and be wrong, but at the same time, I know it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's what bothers me. Like some guys just like he comes in, Sam the smiling Sam Alvey. Like who cares about losing Sam Alvey? Like what's happening? Bro, your man, your man, that's six in a row. Cause I think Uh, he did. Sam Alvey, I don't know what's going on. Cause you got fighters like that was Habib and Gaethje. Gosh, Gilbert Burns. You got dudes like uh Gasol. I said Gasol. Gaslam, <laughs> you got fighters like <laughs> you got fighters like Gaslam that who are like great fighters, like great entertainers, fighters you want to see, actually good fighters. You know, getting questions like, is he should he still be in the UFC and stuff like that? And you got Sam Alvey who just be in there getting a check. <laughs> My man be in there just collecting his collecting his check. Like not even worry about the outcome, just like just walking around there, swinging hard when he want to, smiling at people. Exactly. I don't get um. Brendan Allen was not playing with him. I don't get the method behind what keeps guys in the U.S. Like, what are we looking for? What's it's the, the, and I don't want to get too much into it, but like, what's the precedent? It's what like are we drinking this? Remember what Jersey was telling us when he was on the show? He was talking about like I don't know if y'all know or not, but. A UFC win is like a different type of drug. So those guys are chasing those wins and chasing those, those, you know what I'm saying? And, and I can say for, I was just in a jujitsu tournament, nigga, and every W that I got, that shit was, that shit was like, yeah, Earth. let's go. Earth. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yes, who's next? Yeah, for sure. Like, who, right. who's, where's, where's the rest of my food? You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. it gets like that. And and I, Sam Alvey probably just collecting a check at this point. I don't know. That's that's where I'm at with that. So like speaking of her, uh, uh, Sean Strickland versus her man's split <laughs> decision, you know, on some real shit. If it was you nannies, Sean Strickland way, I wouldn't be tripping. I wouldn't trip. I wouldn't trip. Her man's a little old to me. Hermanson looked like he has has not boxed before in his life. Or or Sean Strickland boxing is that good? I don't want to believe that. There's no way I'm buying that. I'm I'm in a seller market and I'm selling that, bro. I I don't understand it. Sean Strickland, we saw you use a few more feet. Cause we know you've been listening. You use a few more feet this time. Your feet was a little bit more mobile. I did like the boxing, but at the same time, it's just like, why is nobody like kicking his legs? <laughs> why are you not kicking his legs? And then every time he tried to kick his legs, he'll just jab him in the face. So okay, you know if he's gonna try to jab you every time you try to kick him in the face, why are you not adjusting to that? Because it was confidence. Jack Hermanson wasn't the dominant one dominant in a sense of his confidence wasn't there and somebody said something about uh sean strickland being 
a former neo-Nazi and him being the main card for Black History Month. I don't know. I saw it in the interview when he said he did used to be, and I was like, oh my God. Oh my goodness. It's given, it's it's definitely given. Okay. It's definitely given. And, uh, yep. I don't want to judge nobody because I, I haven't don't. seen no photos. I, you know what I'm with, saying, with, but with, said out his mouth from the interview. This motherfucker just be saying shit. I can see him with a hooded sheet in his closet. This motherfucker be saying shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But me personally, I'm 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 not I'm not sold. Uh, I'm just I'm just not sold. Do I think Hermanson was a good matchup for him? No. Do I think he can contend <laughs> with the top middleweights in the world? No. Do I think he will get that title shot soon? Yes. But that's the sad part. <laughs> I, that's the that's the sad part. I feel like nah. I, you know what? You know what? With this. The middleweights that's coming up right now. Nah. Fuck that. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. 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 It's you know other. I got Kevin yeah. Holland beating them. For real. For real. Personally. For real. <laughs> Personally. I, I got Kevin Holland beating them for real. Like, for like, real. I was waiting for that one. I was like, Kevin Holland, this is the win you need. This is this is that statement. This is the win that you need. That's Sean Strickland W. It's looking real good right that now. That is you. <laughs> yeah. That is you. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So, go after them legs. I ain't talking about double legs, but tear them legs up. Eat that body up. Let him try to box how he wants to and every time he leans his chin in. Bow. <laughs> that, yeah. that right high kick. Just just tag him. He yeah. left himself susceptible to a lot of matter of fact, every time he leaned in Hermanson didn't take. Kevin Holland got that teep kick. So it's just like, so every time you lean in, let him let him do what he do. Let him do what and he then, do. To... And then and then edge that chin up real quick. Exactly. <laughs> edge that chin up real quick. Yes, then he's gonna want to wrestle. Then you're gonna be able to show your wrestling. Both of y'all can be able to show your wrestling. And now we'll see why. And hopefully he'll be days from the teeth kick by trying to wrestle. <laughs> hopefully he'll be still days from that. How much wrestling? I don't. How much wrestling have we seen from Strickland? Not not too much. Not too much wrestling. Everybody just goes into Strickland's boxing ring. <laughs> they, just what? Into, they just go. <laughs> He's got to be paying them, bro. They close the octagon and they just decide to box with Strickland. I do not know. I do not know. He's got to be sending them a nice little present before the fight. And like, bro, let's just box. You know what I'm saying? I just want to box today. You cool with that? Yeah. All right, cool. Now we're going to box all day. So now we're going to get to UFC 271. This was a fire, fire card. Just stay tuned. We're going to go to it. We're going to get into it, how we get into it, but we're going to do it. And there's no cap recap. Let's get into it, bro. William Knight versus Maxim Grishin. William Knight came in a little bit overweight, had to forfeit some of his pay, and didn't get the W. You're supposed to come in there and take the head off. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're supposed to come in there and do. There's no excuse for me for you to come in overweight. After that, you shouldn't even want to be in any type of combat sport being that heavy. It's like... I don't know, man. That, 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 a, that disappointed me. That disappointed me a lot. When you got a different body type, it's almost like it's almost like you got to treat your body different. It's like you got to treat your body like the like people who got asthma. 
they gotta they can't they know it's certain things that they can't can't do and if they right. do want to do these things they have to work harder right. you know what i mean so like if you want to be in the fight business and, and and fight at 205 when you know like you probably be chilling at 240 sometimes like that's something that has to be your bread and butter your discipline is the, your diet and and probably not even a workout regimen they could be working out already so it's just like just the, just the dietary yeah. and that's probably the hardest thing you could do is tell a motherfucker hey don't eat this that. but see my thing is if you're if you're feeding your family if this is your career Facts. this is your livelihood Facts. you're gonna put down the cheeseburgers and the cookies yeah. bro, and, and pick up the broccoli like yeah like let's be real here like there's there's i understand what you're saying as far as body types and being able to work hard but it also comes down to a discipline thing mm-hmm. and this is you're even though you weren't behind the paywall in this aspect of 271 i'm still considering you being on a pay-per-view you were on a pay-per-view you were on a championship card you gotta come with it bro you gotta come with it and missing weight and having to forfeit some of your pay and then losing Let's throw that double whammy on there. You took an L too. That one, that one disappointed me. I, I don't like people who miss weight. I don't, especially when this is your profession. It's your job to make weight. You know what I'm saying? It's like kind of like us going on the flight line with no with no hazard belt on, with no ear pro on. Like that's our job. That's a part of your job is to be in shape to fight, and you come out of shape. See, in shape is not the question. I, I don't think you I'm sorry. Gotta... Wait, I'm sorry. You missed but, but you know, like when somebody loses, you can always like question the, the conditioning. And it's like that's the messed up part about it. That's why I really want I, I was like, please get the W. <laughs> please. And for my draft kings. Because Ooh, I believe that him, I believe that he was gonna pull kings? it out. Huh? You had him on a draft kings, you put him in the line. Nah, nah, but the Rams made all my money back. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and You're some. welcome. <laughs> and some. Shout out Odell. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so next is Jeremiah Damn, Wells and, and Blood Diamond. Shout out Max Grisham though on really like toughing through the that uh toughing through the W because like William Knight was a man on a mission and he was on your heels. Mm-hmm. But uh, you did what you needed to do. You kind of reminded me look like kind of like Bisbink, you know, a little bit. He reminded me like Bisbink a little bit with his the way he fights. Yeah. But Jeremiah Wells versus Blood Diamond. I like Blood Diamond's stance. And I like his striking capabilities. But Jeremiah Wells wrestling and ground game, he he fixed that. I think Blood Diamond is a, a black belt as well. I'm not sure. However. Uh, he got it done, ASAP. Submission, rear naked choke. Blood Diamond had a lot of uh, hype, not really hype, but fighting with Izzy and uh, being in the same camp, you realize yeah. that you, there there's more pressure up under you to perform. You, you think there's more I think pressure? Jer- I think Jeremiah. Well, with that being said, I think Jeremiah Wells was a tough was a tough out. You know what I'm saying? That, that was mm-hmm. a, that was a tough that that was a tough opponent. You know, Jeremiah Wells is is well-rounded, decent UFC fighter. Shout out to Jeremiah Wells. We'll see Blood Shout Diamond. out Jeremiah Wells. I'm not going to lie. Shout I thought Blood the whole Diamond. Blood Diamond thing was a joke at first. But I understand. Until I watched Embedded. I was watching the Embedded series. 
And yeah, it's really blood diamond. That's it's really, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really blood diamond. Like birth certificate. Bad, uh, children labor, people being killed, yeah. uh, poverty. Yeah. It's bad. Check that all, movie out. All so. for the diamonds that, you know, everybody want rock and roll with. With this, because you know, at the same time, okay. it's still Black History Month. We're going to get y'all a little bit. Y'all got to get a little taste still. Y'all, y'all tripping. Uh, next, Douglas Silva de Andarad. Oh my God, I did that. Verse Sergey Morozov. You knew so. You knew speed bump was coming. <laughs> you powered through that first one too easy. <laughs> Morozov. And I thought Morozov was going to pull up, but he pulled up to a dog. Andrade was not going. Once he once he bust him open first round, he was not. He, that he didn't stop defeated. shit. That yeah. did not stop shit, and his blood did not stop flowing. He ended up coming out with the. I think that was a, a rear naked as well, rear naked, <laughs> rear naked choke, and he was going to get that shit. Like he's one of those guys that, that for the bantam weight. He's going to be scary for some of those motherfuckers. And he just finished Morozov, uh, and Morozov was on a run. On a run. Yeah, that's what so, yeah. And he was like, and it was almost like, I'm not leaving out of here undenied. He was relentless. That's what I like to see. I like watching Douglas Silva, DeAndrade. I love watching him fight. I want to see who, who he will be fighting next. Bantamweight division, so it could be. It was the underdog coming into this, too. Exactly. So you know the next fight, he gonna be end up being the underdog again. If it's gonna be a he good keep, fight, he keep fight, he keep fighting like that. I'm gonna keep cashing yeah. out on him. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. The dogs that's gonna be in there, yeah. yeah give me paid, please. Yep. Speaking of give me paid, who didn't give me paid? Was supposed to give me paid, but didn't give me paid. AJ Dobson versus Jacob Malcoon. He stayed with the wrestling bag. He was not doing anything with him standing up, so he had to take him down. Which is smart. Stick to your game plan. Know but your it's, it's almost like, what? Like, do we really just be in the gym practicing hitting pads? Is that the only thing that we be doing in the gym? I don't, I don't think so. I think it comes to an extent where... You have one fighter who specializes in one craft and you have another fighter who specializes in another craft. And of course you work on everything throughout your camp, but you also want to stay sharp in what, in what you know. Absolutely. You want to stay sharp in what you're proficient at. So when it comes to these striker versus wrestler guys, it's hit or miss, man. Because it's like, if the striker doesn't keep his distance and you start getting drugged down the deep waters, the wrestling guy's going to win every time. To wrestle, you gotta have amazing cardio. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't get this narrative like when you see striker versus wrestler that the wrestler is just an automatic underdog. Do you realize that some of those dudes are in the best shape in the UFC? You know how hard it is to wrestle for two minutes, let alone three rounds, three five minute rounds. Like yep. it's very impressive. So, shout out to Jacob for sticking to the game plan and and middleweight that they go that division again you're gonna have to start exactly. stringing together wins you know all of these wins all of these w's are important and and it looked like he realized that he came out on a mission you could tell he had a game plan for the last six months you could tell what the coaches drilled in his head and he went out and executed it got the dub real shit yeah <laughs> got the dub real so. shit shout out Spe- to speaking of went out and executed ronnie lawrence versus mana martinez ronnie lawrence did what he was supposed to do he did what he was supposed to do. 
and he stood up. He he had uh, Martinez beat on the hands and on the ground. So I was wondering when when the other side was either going to throw in a towel or they was going to realize or he was going to go to the ground and try to take him down, you know, and try to be dominant. Ronnie Lawrence ran the show. Mana Martinez, whenever he was taken off, that's when he was getting a little bit of success. I don't know. Maybe it was a conditioning type thing. But once again, one of those wrestlers, like, and he's not, and he's, he's not even like a, you know, day one wrestler. He's like one of those guys that just pick up wrestling fast. That's Ronnie Lawrence. And uh, I think he's, I think he's, he's good, but he he will be challenged. I, I can tell you that. Yeah. Like he's not one of the ones that's just gonna walk yeah. through the division. Nah. He's gonna be challenged for real. Like he's gonna work his way. Yeah. He just needs to keep. He just needs to keep that keep consistency. Consistency with the mm-hmm. takedowns. Mm-hmm. I don't see him outstriking anybody. I mean, he got. If we're being honest, he got outstruck in this fight. He didn't even throw mm-hmm. as much, but he still got outstruck. So. His his bread and butter is going to be being balanced and mm-hmm. being able to time in those takedowns and yeah. and you know not sustain as much damage. As long as he can do that and like I said, maintain the takedowns and, and keeping that ground that jujitsu presence, I think he'll be successful. Yeah. And success. Now let me define successful. I'm not saying successful is with a belt, but successful is. Maybe you'll get a title shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll crack, yeah. you'll crack top 15. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you crack top 10. You'll be a name. But we'll see. We'll see. One fight at a time, right? Yep. Speaking of a, a name, you was talking about it earlier with these guys that's in uh Izzy's camp. Uh Carlos Alberg versus uh Fabio Schrant. I think that this was a good matchup if Fabio Schrant came with confidence his confidence was was gone first round and it's almost like he was just fighting to survive he was literally just taking pictures of carlos alberg striking at him that's all he was doing his corner was screaming he wasn't doing nothing bruh no adjustments no adjustments no changes they was it they they was just like throw a punch (laughs) bruh and a ufc fight in the UFC, in a UFC fight. fight. My man was froze. I don't know if it was stage fright. I don't know what it was, but Carlos Alberg was, maybe it was just Carlos Alberg just standing in front of him being confident because he was landing a few shots. He was landing a few shots. So he just got to make sure that confidence is there. I was thinking maybe he hurt his arm or hurt himself uh, in the round and went in the earlier rounds, but I don't know. I just know Carlos Alberg like, he got a good W off of him, a nice dominant W off of him, but those wrestlers not playing. No, I'm looking at the numbers, and the numbers say injury. <laughs> the numbers say he's definitely – he was definitely protecting something. I mean, yeah. you go three rounds, right, 15-minute fight, mm-hmm. and you threw a total of 41 punches. Yeah, bro, he was – Brought not, the whole fight, 41 punches. Nothing, bro. And That's, would, that averages out to what, twelve punches around, something like that. Who does that, bro? I just maybe I just, he was hurt. Let's just chalk it up to him being that, hurt. That's that's the only thing I could think of. Like he's yeah. not throwing anything. Like I don't know. Yeah, he's hurt. He's got to be hurt. Uh, speaking of throwing shit, 
Kyler Phillips versus Marcelos Rojo. The Kyle Matrix. Dog. The the Matrix, Kyler Phillips. Bro. I bruh, was shocked like, this went to three rounds, though. Bruh, I, I was too. Like, I like how he tries it. He does it. You know, you know, yeah. he doesn't. He 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 takes those chances, and it seems like every fight, those chances are becoming more and more calculated. More and more, like he's practiced them, so I just like I like the fact that he's he's still progressing and growing in the bantamweight. Like once again, another once problem, again. <laughs> another once problem again. in the bantamweight. Marcellus Rojo, he's a he a dog. That's why he was in there for the amount of time that he was in there. Absolutely, but the amount of time that he was fucking in there, he was he was getting rocked. You know. Came out with the arm bar and Kyler Phillips jujitsu. I that's something I did not think about. I didn't think about Kyler Phillips ground game. And that's gonna be a that's gonna be a difference maker. For and him. he hides that shit. And it's Very elite. Well. And it's elite too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that's if nobody really saw Kyler Phillips ground game, they just saw it there. So now it's like, hold on, wait, whoa. <laughs> the division is now on notice. Let me just let me just stand up and take these wild ass strikes that I don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> Damn, hey, maybe I down. go to the ground. Roxanne Modafari versus Casey O'Neill, split decision. Don't agree with it. I do not agree with it. Feel like Roxanne Modafari won that fight. Casey O'Neill, I don't know about it. I think they they just blessed her with another W. And when the crowd was booing, they wasn't booing because they wanted. Modafari to win. It was booing because they're like, how the fuck did you win? That's what they were booing about. Like, you want to be a villain? No, you're not a villain. You didn't do nothing wrong. You just came into UFC and now they are trying to push you along. That's it. So it's not your fault. She's definitely, um, getting, she, she's definitely getting fed. I felt like it was it was a draw. A draw? I give, I give it, it a draw. If you able to say it was a draw, then... I feel like it was a draw. I feel like it could have went either way. I feel like split decision... Was the right call? Now, do I feel like the right fighter won? I don't know, but because you know, I'm not, I'm not finna get into this whole because there was just a segment I was looking on um, ESPN the MMA, and they were talking about the refs and what do we need to do to get more clear, concise judging? What are these judges looking at? <laughs> I feel like Cormier said, "What are these judges looking at? What are we judging here?" So. Once you leave, once you leave it up in the judges' hands, it can go either way. Yeah. I feel like Roxanne, Always. she did her thing. I feel like she went out fighting. I feel like she went out on. I mean, of course, you want to get a dub, but I feel like she went out on her terms. I feel like she can be, yeah. she can be content even with a loss. I feel like she can be content going into Don't, retirement. Nah, you trying to give all that talk? All right, yeah, no. that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I feel like you it if it if it does make you feel better, uh your 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 law last laws was to somebody that they was trying to push up in the rankings. So Uh, once she finally gets up there in the rankings, she's really like like it's almost like it's a small little grace period in the rankings where you could beat people and and keep winning, and then that's when you're gonna get to the hard shit. And then it's really going to either expose you or you're going to shine. But either way, you're going to be in that position. Especially so, when it comes to these women, the, the women's divisions, because the talent gap, once you reach a certain number, yes. is, is great. It's <laughs> yes. noticeable. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's yes. six, maybe seven. 
okay, but once you start hitting top five, now it's like, <laughs> like she started getting real tight. <laughs> so like, hold up. Yeah, shout out Roxanne Modafari. Shout out Casey O'Neill for getting enjoy retirement. You know, you enjoy your retirement. Hey, shit, I come back, I run that back. I come back and run that back. <laughs> just to retire again. <laughs> yeah, just to retire again. Like, let me make sure. I wasn't sure the first time. Yeah. Speaking of retirement and not retiring, Andre Arlovsky got another granddad, ageless <laughs> Andre Arlovsky. Got another W, Jared Vendera, and he just keep doing it. I don't know. He, I don't know what's more impressive, him or Glover. Glover. I don't know. Glover, Glover, Glover got ah, up there. because he Glover got a belt. He got the belt. Like, he, got a belt. he really, he really did that. And we watched, we watched him wait, sit at cage side. He was sitting, he was sitting waiting right there at cage side when Yon Yon beat Izzy. So shout All out right. to the ageless wonder. Shout out to Arlovsky, Andre Ages, Andre, Andre Benjamin Arlovsky. Button. <laughs> so now we made it to the main card. Finally, we here. And we're going to start it off with the Bobby Green, Nasrat, lightweight bout. Uh, Bobby Green came through with the unanimous decision, which was des- well-deserved. Spot on. Like, what, what What? else can you give? What's above unanimous? Like, like what else? <laughs> like, Knock everybody. Out. Unanimous plus the crowd, like everybody believes it ain't no shadow of a doubt. Bobby Green really put hands on Nasrat, yes. and this was like a it was like a a, a boxing show. Like it's like if you wanna if you wanna see the great Bobby Green <laughs> fight some fight a random guy like a bear, yeah, <laughs> and he just showed off. Like that's what he was doing. He was Beautiful. on pay per view for a reason. Bobby Green gonna keep turning up for the lightweight. And I just like think about it. I'm like, what does he look like against other lightweights? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this. I don't think this because that up. hands down thing is that that that's gonna get him hurt. That's, that's not gonna get him hurt for every everybody. Like, okay, that's why I be worried about that. That's why everybody love Bobby Green because it's like you in there throwing your shit, but at the same time your hands uh, down. Like, 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 let's say he goes against Gaethje like that. Gacy's gonna rearrange that jaw, bro. Yeah. Like that's you his gotta put sight. your hands but, up. But the thing about Bobby Green is his hands coming down, stand down, and everybody keeping their hands up right here. He really, really gets that jab right through that guard. Nasrat was having his hands like this. He's still getting tagged. He's still getting tagged up the whole fucking time. Like, fuck. I was it's not like, telegraphed. Yeah. His he, he his punches yeah, are not telegraphed. Because it, it's like down Perfect. here, so it's just like here. But his hand movement is also great too, so it kind it kind of works out well. The way he slips punches, absolutely. That's like your definition of boxing. When, yep. You know, yep. last episode, yep. Yep. when when you yep. talk about boxing, yes. Bobby Green is that definition yes. of what you're talking about. Phenomenal yes. boxing, phenomenal boxer. Because yeah. he does he does keep it defensive. He yes. keeps it defensive at the same time. Like yes. he's slipping punches, he's slapping punches away, like. He's very technical, so yes. I like the, I like the way Bobby Green boxes. Absolutely. Next, we got the Alex Hernandez, Renato Moicano. I waited, I waited, and he did it. <laughs> All right, and, and that's the round two. That was a round two uh, submission. How you feel about that one? This was one of those fights that was if if Moicano. 
got to his spot, it was going to be over, and you could see that Moicano was working it early. Hernandez, with the pressure that he was receiving, I don't think he actually meant to give him the back. You could see that. You could see he almost gave the back to him earlier in the fight, and he caught himself midway through. I just think, is first of all, it was too much pressure because Moicano could set it up with the hands. Hmm. Mind you, his striking set up a lot of what he was trying to do with the BJJ. And I felt like he executed his game plan perfectly. Yep. He got the back. Once he got the back, we all knew it, it was stories she wrote. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So shout out to Moicano. I, lightweight again. Lightweight. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's a lot of dogs. And I feel like Moicano is going to be able to handle himself the way he sets up yep. what he wants to do on the ground. He's not just going in there, shooting for the legs, shooting for takedowns. He's setting it up methodically and waiting for you to fall into one of those traps. And as Facts. soon as you fall into a trap, it's a vice grip when he gets his hands on it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over with. And, and over with. The, the beautiful thing about this was this was two BJJ black belts. Right. So this just turned into a jiu-jitsu match off top. Like once they hit the, the mat, they not wrestling no more. They ain't doing no more. It's BJJ no. now. And, and you can see who's clearly levels more, ahead of. <laughs> that's how it be. Yeah, that's levels how it be. And yeah. you know the thing about like BJJ guys, like sometimes like when when you still confident and you know you you know what you could do, sometimes they kind of give their back a little bit. They might you know just maybe a quick turn or they might think or they might think they have that ability or uh, opportunity to you know kind of show the top of their back or something while they're on the ground. And a lot of they don't think that a lot of guys capitalize on that. And uh, Ronaldo did. He capitalized on that. And, and once he got the back, he did something that I don't like. Like I, to me, I call it I call it chain choking. So like you know, you got chain wrestling. So it's once they get to one part of the leg, uh, you fight that off. They're going to the next part, right, right. trying to lift you up. And if they if, if they can't lift you up, they're going for the trip. That, in a sense of choking. So once he got down here, like he started working on the choke immediately. He started fighting the hands and fighting the hands. That's a part of the, that's a part of the chain choker. Like, like he's waiting for you to maneuver and good thing, you know, it's UFC where you can hit and do different maneuvers to move his body around. And once he, once he got one arm under there, he scooped the next one in and that's when the choke was there. And he didn't want to go for the choke because the way he tapped, he was like, Okay, you got it. They had to realize that that, that was one of those moments. That well, they had a moment on the mat. What was <laughs> crazy everybody. to me is once he took his back and he actually locked in the choke. What was so beautiful to me was the the way he locked his legs into that triangle. I mean, clearly these guys are professionals. Clearly these guys are practitioners of the art of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But it's... It's levels, like like you just said, it's levels and how effortlessly he did it was crazy. Once he locked those legs in and he, he it, no, but what I noticed was not only did he, he put him in the body triangle, but I don't know if you saw the foot, the top of the triangle. I don't know if you saw the foot, how he hooked it underneath the calf. Mm -hmm. Crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a wrap. He came yeah. in here to L you out for sure. Yeah. He came in here to do that and you got L'd out, so. I don't yeah. him. I'm looking, at, but I want to see more. Now I want to see yeah. another level of competition. Because Alexander Hernandez was that next level of competition, bro. 
And he dominated it for he real. Was that Let's next, be real. Next level of competition. And I think it was the, it was a good matchup that he had. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? Like he could he just took him on a jujitsu mat. Like and, and he really was effective with the striking. And that's what yes. I liked about that. Yes. Speak of speaking of effective motherfucking Girl, I striking. I don't want to talk about this one right now. You don't want to talk about the Jared Can- Jared, Jared, so Jared Cannonier and I don't know. Derek Brunson. You 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 Derek Brunson. First of all, I'm gonna start this off by saying you, I've been on the Cannonier train for a long time. Now Brunson been on a heater, doing his thing. Yeah, and and I don't think. With that being said, I don't think this fight necessarily showed. Who was the better middleweight? And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Jared Cannonier was Jared Cannonier. You get what I'm saying? He was who who we thought he was going to be. Brunson did not look like the same Brunson that just fought till. He did not look like the same. He didn't look like Blondie Brunson. He looked slow. He looked very lethargic. I don't want to say he was out of shape, but it just looked like something was off. The way he was looping his punches, he wasn't crispy at all. You know, it was it was it was something was off to me in this fight. And Jerry, and shout out to Cannoneer. No excuses. You capitalized. You did what you was supposed to do, especially with a title shot on the line. You did what you were supposed to do. So I'm not taking this victory away from Cannoneer. But I, but to me, it just looked like there was something off from, from the start of the fight with Brunson. He just looked off. You know what I'm saying? Am I tripping? Yeah, like, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that's the reason. I'm tripping. So yeah, this looked like the same tripping. Brunson. This looked like the same Brunson that, that was on a five-fight win streak. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Hell no, nah, This was bro. the same Brunson that, that beat Kevin Holland. Yes. The difference hmm. was, like, I think Jared Cannonier really, like, showed the difference between, like, not accepting wrestlers. Like, whenever they try to wrestle like he was very disgusting in the way he was mashing their face up the way he was pulling the the head up uh whenever they'll go for his legs not even trying to go attack the hands he was pulling up mashing the face back mushing forearm like it was elbows that got him hurt in the first place from trying to wrestle he got to to a point he got to a point where he was trying where he was trying to go for a, a takedown that was uh, that he can did not commit to and then right. that's when uh he wasn't low enough and jared cannonier caught held the back of his motherfucking head and caught him with the bow dazed him and then that's when they got in that little scramble where he fell onto the ground it was the fact that derrick brunson was gassed you All see right. how relentless he was in getting the takedowns that he did get right. and then didn't like completely he burnt himself out, bro. Like, like he didn't give himself an opportunity. Yeah. So he was the same exact Derek Brunson. It was just easier to take down those other guys. He was receiving hands from, from Till. He was. He was, he was re- receiving hands from Kevin Holland. And I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to make a point. I don't think a lot of people realize Cannoneer's power. Yeah. Because if I'm not mistaken, he used to be a heavyweight. Yes, his power Correct. and his reach fact. is is different for middleweight. He's really different. 
And I feel we'll get into it once the fight is actually announced. But mm-hmm. I feel like outside of, and excuse me if I butcher this name, is it uh, Perea? Perea? No, his only loss oh, the, in kickboxing. The, oh, the middleweight, yeah. Perea, outside yeah. of him, I feel like Cannoneer is Izzy's toughest challenge coming up. Yeah. Because, like I said, I ain't going to get into it. Shout out to Cannoneer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, one, I think if you're talking about people who's in the middleweight conversation, like Sean Strickland, and we got to talk about Sean Strickland. We have to, like, unfortunately. And, and it's like, and it's like, uh, Jared Cannonier would demolish Sean Strickland without a question. Murder like, she wrote, and and that's why they wouldn't do any matchups like that. That's why you ain't gonna get no matchups like that right now. So Jared Cannonier, I think he got the reach to deal with Izzy. I think he mm-hmm. has the and he has the heart to to actually uh, in, uh, encroach on his space. Mm-hmm. If like Derek Brunson got to a point where he where his confidence was gone, mm-hmm. that's why the, the way he was shooting at the end was one because he was exhausted, two was because he he was just trying stuff. Mm-hmm. So Derek Brunson, that was that was that was the L. But but hey, shit, maybe put him up against Strickland. I'm thinking that's what's gonna come next, but Derek I don't know because Strickland. the because the narrative that they're trying to write at this moment is Derek Brunson being done. Cause you're getting a lot of the what's next questions. What what's next yep. for you, Derek? You get all the questions that Sam Alvey ain't get. Or 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 Poirier. Let's be real. Poirier Dust, Dustin didn't get those questions either. I think oh, he yeah. just lost his title. He didn't get those now what are we doing? Now we're feeding him blockbuster matchups. Now he about to get that Nate Diaz payday. You know what I'm saying? You know, like let's yeah. let's keep the same respect. Let's give my man that. Brunson a payday now. You know what I'm saying? What's the middleweight payday? I don't know, but let's mm-hmm. find it and give it to Brunson. I don't think he's done. I just think Cannoneer was the better fighter. And Cannoneer, Cannoneer was the better fighter, and he really exposed like what a striker can do. How a striker can really be gritty with a wrestler to really stop them from wanting to wrestle. I, I thought Derek Lewis did that at first when he, when he uh, uppercut Curtis Blaze, but you know nobody noticed that. Well, they just thought that was just some heavyweight shit. But Cannoneer definitely put a lot of things, put a put some notes out there for people. So next, speaking of Derek Lewis, I this is the one I didn't want to fucking talk bam. about. Bro. No, 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 no. We had to talk about the one I didn't want to talk the, about. This is the one I didn't so want to talk about at first. But but go ahead. Pull up. Like, pull up. This is this, this, this the one. Hey, hey, I was a hater. I ain't going to lie. I know. I was I a fucking... I, hey, <laughs> bro. Because every time I was on Instagram, I saw somebody taking a shoey. I heard him a skip. Bro, I was hating like shit. <laughs> But be real with you. That's what I'm and saying. I, I gotta keep it hundred. But like, shout out Tatooine bosses. Like, hey, you the new blood in the water, and you about to be a problem for a lot of those guys. I just wonder what what you gonna do with Cyril God. I just you gonna have to take this shit serious now. I don't see, know. But see, the thing about it is, what this fight showed me with Ty, there there's not. Okay, I me personally, there's not many people that's in the heavyweight division that hit harder than Nganu and Derek Lewis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ty took some shots. 
That dude yeah, took some fuck no, no, no That dude took some shots. Nah, I ain't about to that do that. Dude, that dude took some shots. He had Ty on the ropes. It was a couple of times, and I want you to sit here and cap. I want you to sit here and cap on the no cap and tell me that you ain't think Ty was done at least twice in that fight because I did. It was a couple of times. I thought, was, like, I, I thought it maybe when he got him up against the cage one. Oh no, when they was when they was down, they was uh they was on the ground, and then that's when Ty ended up getting up. And, because, and Derek Lewis hit him with like four or five clean joints that putting that's putting anybody else out. No, I I don't know. I don't know. I, his leverage was bad, brother. Brother, go back know. and watch that I, fight. I did. I and did. watch him and watch him I dribble did, hands off of his fist. You know. <laughs> It's a cliffhanger when you watch it again because you think it's going to happen because they keep going up against the cage. So every time they go up against the cage, you're like, ah, oh, that's not the time to happen. This is not the one. And they go, oh, oh, no, that's still the first round. Okay, but they were doing a lot of cage work. They was really trying to figure out. It. I loved it because it was like Tatu Ibasa. He was like, hey, my man, I know you're Derek Lewis, but like, I'm not no bitch. <laughs> like, exactly. Did you like, see the I face? <laughs> did you see the face? It's like it's like it snapped yeah. into his head. Like, like he's like, hold did up, this like, motherfucker did just this motherfucker just hit me <laughs> and start throwing back. That's like, why I said he's different. Yeah, most it could be any human being folded. on the earth. <laughs> most guys would have folded in that situation, especially when you got Derek Lewis, the yeah. UFC knockout leader. Most guys' bed would have been made. Yeah. But Ty took that shit on the chin, literally. Bro, don't he didn't really take no heavy shots bro, from bro. him, bro. Bro, I wish I could pull up the clip bro, right now. Bro, he bro, he didn't bro. He he took some shots, but I, I can't say that he really took some heavy shots. He took he took he took some good shots, but he didn't really take no shits to really put him down. You can't you can't. He didn't really take nothing. He didn't really take nothing to put him maybe, down. Maybe he did, and maybe Ty just built like that. That's why you saying maybe, that. maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I just I, built like I, that. I can understand. I can I can understand that, but he wasn't really putting no power in the ones that like the ones that he got Dawkins with. He got him with a series of clean ones. That he didn't get him with no series of clean ones. He got him with a, a few uppercut shots. That it wasn't all that, but it was all right. It was cool. <laughs> speaking, speaking, of, speaking of clean shots. Y'all see how he just speed past this? Speed past what? Where my just blew, just blew Derek, through the whole school. Derek Lewis, Derek, cool. Lewis, Derek Lewis put him in danger a few times, but not any. The the only time that it, I think I think that they was in danger for real was when they was when they were on the ground when he had him up against the cage on the ground. But as he hit him, he was separating his body from Ty, so Ty was getting space to stand up. That's why I'd be but like, see, oh, but see, this is why he just let him up. We gotta look at it as we talking heavyweights here. Now we're talking like the UFC knockout leader. So those shots when you're like, he what he didn't take no real super clean shots. We got to realize this is Derrick Lewis. It don't need to be a super clean shot. We've seen Derrick Lewis put people out with less shots. Yes. Now we're talking, now I understand the body separation and your leverage changes when you're on the ground with certain things, but you're talking about, we're talking about one of the two hardest hitting people in the UFC gives you five clean face shots. 
you gonna be stuck on this. Yeah, bro, how you just fuck. get up through that? Bro, you just bro, got up through it. Bro, you and then really turned around to... and gave him and then hit bro. him with the elbow and dropped my man. Yeah. And it was and it was it was in it was in fashion. Okay, I it was it, it was so, absolutely in fashion. Let me ask you this. Cyril gone. What is it gonna take? For you to become a Thai Tui possibly. What's it gonna take for you to do a what shooting? About? What's it gonna take for you to do a what shooting? I always, I always, I always thought that I always thought that he was talented for real. Like from, no, but, but from, what makes you a believer? Hardy. It was from Hardy. Hardy when he fought Hardy. Oh, yeah. Like oh, and, he and Hardy, yeah. bad. <laughs> and that's when we were just like, like, this motherfucker's not fucking with nobody. Like, nobody, like, he's a problem. And we been, been saying that he was a problem. But I didn't think he was gonna be a problem versus Derek Lewis. So it's just like at the same time, Derek Lewis got caught up against that cage. And that the one thing I do want to say, Ty Tweevasa kept holding on to the top of the cage. I, people, I knew, I knew, I knew you was gonna mention it. And and that shit was annoying me a little bit. And that that could have played into a few factors. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a lot harder grip. Or you got a lot more control over somebody if you got your arm around the cage and you're leaning on that motherfucker too. Like you got control over somebody good, and he's trying. He's like trying to change the the grips on the cage, but at the same time, if you sweaty or moist, your hands gonna kind of stick a little bit. If you if you back here, your hands gonna stick a little bit. So I don't know. I think that was a little weird, and how they wasn't saying shit about it. But I don't. I don't know. I digress. He caught him with the clean. The elbow was like masterpiece. I didn't see that coming. I can't even. I can't even lie. I thought Derek Lewis was gonna eat that until he tried to take a step and just kept falling forward. And the thing was, he was already hurt before the bow. Oh yeah, for sure. The bow is is just what blanked it. So that's why. That's why he failed the way he did, man. I was just and, and when he walked off. I, I was like closing my eyes and I opened them up and he was like, it's like he paused for a little bit, waited for me to open my eyes back up. That's when he did the little. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker! This, this, this shimmy shake. This shimmy shake. Little shimmy. Sure. But sure. I, I was hating for a little bit, but like either way, uh, it was it was, a, it was eventually going to happen. Like Tartui Boston, he's a beast and he young and he coming up and uh and at the same time, he's just having fun with it. Like he ain't even treating like a job yet. You know what I'm saying? He ain't even clock in yet. Mm-mm. So what's gonna happen when he really start putting that work in? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I I, I be wanting motherfuckers to keep that in mind too. That's why I ain't sleeping on time to Vasa. I was just on this fight. I was like, hell no, nah, you ain't about to just walk in there. Your young ass just beat Derek Lewis like it's sweet. And he did. And he did. <laughs> he did that. <laughs> he did that for show. And he definitely did that. Speaking yeah. of, he did that. The funniest part of this fight was when Izzy uh, did rock paper scissors. Gonna keep it clean. Touch gloves. Let's do it. He likes somebody, little brother, like do annoying shit like that. <laughs> ah, that's just somebody, little brother, do like. That's little mind games and shit. <laughs> Like, did he just play rock, paper, like, scissors what with the him? Fuck you just throw his shit off. Just throw his whole shit off by doing something like that. Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh. Now you think about rock, paper, scissors. Fuck, now I got to get back in the mindset of fight. Oh, shit. Let me ask you this. It was a lot of 
mixed reviews, mixed opinions on who won what round. Now, did I have Izzy 4-1? Absolutely not. No. I didn't have Izzy 4-1. I had Izzy first round. I had Whitaker second round. I had Izzy third. I had Whitaker fourth. Whitaker fifth. I had not not by a large margin, but I did have Whitaker three two in this fight. I think personally that Whitaker was was just doomed to begin with in this fight. That first fight was a very emotional fight. I like I like the the calmness. I like the self awareness. Like hey, I was doing too much. He pretty much said it without saying it. I was doing too much last fight. You know what I'm saying? The moment got to me, so X, Y, Z, I'm going to come and do this. I felt like the takedowns made a difference. But I felt like where Izzy really won and where Whitaker got discredited for the takedowns is the fact that it was no control time. Izzy was right back up, right back up. Shout, and that, shout out to that yawn fight because mm -hmm. that yawn fight taught him, bro, I can't lay here with a wrestler. Yep. It's not going to work out for me. So, so, and still, let me let me start off with the respect. And still, and motherfucking still, <laughs> thank you. Still, I'm about to say shout out to the champ. Shout out to the champ. And uh, still, because Whitaker, over back, here, back I know line. I'm saying Whitaker, you had what first? You gave Whitaker the first? No, not first. You had second. Okay. And you had fourth. You gave him second and fourth. Okay. Second and fourth. Okay. Other than that, it was a clinic. So you had a three-two. Uh, yeah, and it was it was domination. Like if you're the champion, you're co constantly approaching, constantly approaching, and, and 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 you get and Robert Whitaker get Izzy in bad spots where he cut off the cage and he just back up and go to the center of the cage. Like, bro, what you doing? I, I but I think the whole approach thing was part of the game plan because you got to remember Izzy's if not the one of, he's the best counterpuncher in UFC. That's where he's going to make his bread and butter. You, you're going to come at him, you're going to miss, and he's going to make you pay for that miss. I feel like Cormier called it right. The game plan needed to be for Whitaker to make Adesanya come to him. What I think Whitaker fucked up at is you didn't do enough when Izzy did come to you. Because Izzy wasn't running. Izzy was Izzy he walked you down for real. He, he was literally walking him down the <laughs> whole fucking fight. You down for real, but you didn't capitalize on it. You had your takedowns, but you didn't keep him on the ground. Mm -hmm. You didn't do enough dirty boxing. I feel like the dirty boxing that he did fourth, fifth rounds, you should have yeah. been dirty boxing from the jump. Every time Izzy gets in close, you need to make it dirty. Stop yeah. trying to play this distance fight with Izzy because yeah. you're not gonna win, brother. <laughs> and and the thing about it, the scary part about it is, I think that is what Kennedy has. He has that heart of like kill, you know. Like right. Robert Whitaker has this. It seems like it's like, okay, I'm gonna do what the game plan is, right. and I'm gonna get the job done. And Jared Cannonier is okay. This is the game plan. Uh, the game plan is to kill, and it ain't no job. <laughs> this is survival. <laughs> like this is the only way I eat. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think it's a whole different mentality when it comes to Robert Whitaker and Jared Cannonier. 
But Robert Whitaker, he was definitely his boxing looked different. His boxing looked different, and uh, his movement looked a little bit different as well. But he was there taking pictures too. He was there like mesmerized in the moment, bro. And Izzy was there super focused and and really taking off on him. And I think I think that like those takedowns really caused it really was an issue for Whitaker because like you said, like he didn't control it. He didn't keep it. And it wasn't it, it wasn't any game plan after take him down. Right. It was right. just take him down. And he here. thought it, it's almost like it's almost like he was a casual fan and he got in his first UFC event. It's like, all right, okay, so all I got to do in the championship fight is just take him down a few times. And it's like he took the directions, but wrong. Like someone like, hey, just take him down a few times. If he doesn't take you down, then if you throw the same amount of punches or close amount of punches in him, you're going to win the fight. Somebody must have told him that shit because that's bullshit because everybody knows the fourth and fifth round. That's the championship rounds. Is he did? Is he the fourth round? May not have been Izzy, but he was not too, he was not far behind it at all yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, absolutely. So that's why like it still came through as the W. Like, and you know, Robert Whitaker, I don't I don't I really don't believe that he really wanted it, bro. Like I feel like I don't know, I don't believe he wants it on some real shit. That's it's hard to say that because we, we're talking about Izzy here. You can't I feel like you can't fight Izzy how you would fight anybody else. You know, okay, okay, okay. So perfect, you just said that. I think Robert Whitaker said the dumbest thing in an interview. He should not have told me that I should not have this information in my brain from words of his mouth. He said he does not watch his past fights. He has not seen his past fights. So he's saying the past fights he had with Izzy, past fights he had with Gaslam, Past, past like, fights he had with all those people, unless it's maybe seen on Instagram, whatever. Right. He has not watched the fights. Which is a, which is a red flag. That major, is a, major, major red flag. <laughs> no, that's that's a that's a red flag unless you Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather watched his fights, but he don't study the fighter before he fights them. He don't study the fighter in, in their fights with other people. Understood. Understand. Understand. Yeah, nobody's fighting like me. Especially, especially if you have the outcome that you have. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every time, as, as boy, as boy Mayweather. <laughs> Every time, right. Robert Whitaker is not is not for him. And at the same time, he switches up his styles in different fights. Like this, this style was not really much feet involved type of fight. He would throw a kick randomly every once in a while. But that Gaslam fight, it was that Cannoneer fight, one two head kick. One two head kick, one two head kick, like just automatic. Robert Whitaker, that's a red flag. You don't be watching your past fights. To me, that says that like, that's like you're not willing to really go through everything to to be great. Like and and then that's watch yourself fail over and over again and over and over again and over and over again, to the point where you breaking down his every movement where you can understand how this man is operating. I know for a fact Jan Bohovic was studying this motherfucker. And he already had a championship mindset because he won championship fights before and he knew the time to take him down and he was conscious of that. So that's the difference. That'd be the difference between motherfuckers. Like if you really want to get the, the belt off an established champion, you're going to have to fucking do your damn homework. Yeah. And then some. 
and you up there just off the strength of I'm Robert Whitaker not doing my homework, straight Nick Cannon drumline, I don't read music type shit. <laughs> like straight, I don't, I don't get it. But you know, hey, hey, do you think Robert Whitaker? I just, I, I mean, I want to give, I just want to give Wit more credit. And the credit that I'm going to give him is, it's just Izzy. You know, Izzy is different. We're talking what we're talking about, Cannoneer, and yeah, I just said it, but Izzy is one of those fighters that's going to, okay, he's like Bill Belichick, right? For all my football people out here, he's like Bill Belichick. We all know that when Bill Belichick plays a team, his, his scheme is to take away the best play. I don't care what the other 10 do. This one ain't finna get off at all. And I felt like that's what Izzy's mindset was with the takedowns. He already know Whitaker's only real chance is what? Get me to the ground. If this fight, if this fight stays on the ground, I believe we're talking and new. But Izzy knew, established champion, like you said. Izzy already knew. I've done my homework. I know what he's going to want to do. And Izzy just took it away. His game plan was a takedown. Once Izzy kept popping up from the takedown, it's like, all right, well, I can't get inside. I can't want to head kick because every time I won, I missed the two. And if I miss the two, the head kick not coming. <laughs> no, the head kick coming at me. <laughs> question mark kick. I'm getting hook kicked. You know what I'm saying? So, and them shits was looking lethal. It looked like... No, crispy. Oh my God. Crisp, even the feints, even the one that he faked. I'm right. like, if he had to throw that bitch, boy, <laughs> your babe would have been back there somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was, bro, he was looking sharp. Is he different? Is he different, man? I'm waiting for that Cannoneer fight. It needs to be announced. He said June. As he said, he's going to be ready to run in June, so... I feel like with the early finish in the Cannoneer fight, I feel like Cannoneer didn't expend much. He damn sure didn't take much damage. Nope. I feel like he'll be ready by June, ready to go by June. So let's announce that and, and, and soon. Let's, let's get it popping. <laughs> let's get that popping. Let's announce that soon. Real quick, before we move on, I did want to touch. I did want to touch on um, Walker Hill. Oh, okay. I feel like I feel like that's gonna be explosive. Yeah. And I also feel like this is gonna have down the line, this is gonna have big title implications. Both guys are looking very solid right now. Yeah. This fight's a toss-up, to be honest with you. Right now, this fight's a toss-up. I'm looking so? forward to it. I'm 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 actually I, I do think so right now. I do think so. I think Johnny Walker, I'll give the lean to Walker because I feel like Walker's like one of them psychotic dudes that just walks into the bar, you know what I'm saying, busts a glass bottle over his head and then cuts himself with it. And it's like, all right, who want to fight now? He's like one of them, he's like one of them, like Michelle Perea, him, like one of them type dudes. He's just wild, unorthodox. You're not going to see where it's coming from. He's coming with a ton of power. He got cement yeah. blocks for hands. So he just went against Santos. So this will be a big win for Jamal Hill if he get the if he really gets the W. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then what's his face? Uh the last person that I wanted to not really I didn't want to speak on. Joaquin Buckley. It's time for another highlight. It's time for another highlight. Time for another spinning 
spinning back kick. It, it might be a highlight either way. Abdul uh Al Hassan. He a highlight real too. Abdul Razak He got his last W. But at the same time, it's just like why why them two gotta be going together? All like why why why? But all right, all right, but all right. All these other elite fighters, elite strikers. All right, all right. All right. Catchweight. Oh, Kyle Dawkins and Jamie Pickett are fighting at a catchweight. I wonder what's the catchweight. Because I don't like that. Dawkins, Dawkins is at 185 and Pickett like is at that. 202. Catchweight is probably going to be like 190, 195, 190. some shit like that. Yeah, probably like 190. Well, just I don't like that catchweight shit, but like, I guess it does fill in all these fighters in the world, but catch with shit but either way that should be a fire fire little should little be put together should be dog dog just needs a, a a nice little walk back so he does it's gonna yeah. be a fun it's gonna be a fun weekend next weekend hey. and then um i'm just waiting on the freebie we get after that islam and Dariush. And then we get to see Masvidal and Kobe Covington beat on each other for five. Exactly, rounds. and I'm, I'm actually looking forward to those. <laughs> I'm looking forward. I'm to looking that, forward bro. to that. Like, but I, I know, I know it ain't gonna be beat on each other. I know it's gonna be Masvidal is gonna be getting beat on. Like, I, I, okay, like, I was about to say I, that. I think yeah. I, I'm going Kobe's way on that one. Like, Kobe is definitely more elite than Masvidal. Masvidal is, I don't know, unless he's been doing some different chaining over this time of not fighting. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll personally, see. to me, the two best welterweights in the world are Usman and Covington. And we all know how I feel about Covington, but I got to respect the, the fighter that he is and the skill. Yeah. Exactly. So they're they're clearly the two best. Yeah. So I see a, a similar ending in this fight like Kobe did. I mean, with like uh, Usman did. Yeah. He pull, might be... Pull, Pull the pull the jaw down, come across with the right hook. Could we could we could we see a Usman Covington three? No. We, Why do we? That, I don't I don't no. want it. No, whoa, whoa, I don't want oh it. Oh my god! I'm just saying. But could we? No, I don't know. Who else are we I talking welterweight? Who I, else I, are I we talking? I, I I don't I don't want to. <laughs> I, I could live without it. Like y'all can keep that. But you know, it's other welterweights coming up. Luke. Like, they sleeping Luke, on Luke. Did, did Luke just take an elder? I think. I okay, watch it. Never, never, sir. Why is Gilbert Burns still sitting at number two? Question of the day. Because like they, because... Just, he's doing. He's he's going back through the. <laughs> Kamaru's going back through the damn division. I need to see. I need to see Luke v Usman. We need to get that that Black Zillion matchup going. I think uh, Luke already said something about that at a, a podcast and talking about that he gave him a run for his money. Like, yeah, he kind of okay, got his okay, ass now, kicked. Let's let's let's. Kicked. Who Luke got his ass kicked by Kamaru? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But I want to see this behind the pay per view wall. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> I want to see this behind the pay per view wall. It'd be a good look for him, you know. He wouldn't be. He him. wouldn't go too far in the ranking. And then we got Tough coming back Ooh. with Pena. With Pena and Ooh. Nunez as the coaches. Ooh. That's gonna that, be spicy. That's gonna be spicy. I'm looking forward spicy. to that shit. Yes, leading up to the rematch. Yes. That's gonna be super spicy. Oh yeah, 
Need yeah, to sign that. me up. Sign Need me to see that. Uh, anything else you want to say, bro? We y'all know a black person. Tell a black person you love them. Exactly. Happy. We black we get month. we get twenty eight days dedicated to a country that we built. But I ain't finna pop my <laughs> shit. I ain't finna pop my shit. Happy <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Happy, see a happy black, black person. Black. Tell them you love them. That's all exactly. I got. That's all I got, man. All right. That's the roundhouse roundtable. <laughs> That's how we do it, and we out of here. That's why I use the heat as a sword. Cause keep the peace as a boy. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one has two, please. Don't leave. That's three.